0: Hello. Enjoying SBO Perspectives? Make sure to like, subscribe, and rate us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Now, on to this week's episode. I'm Jack. And I'm Tara.
1: Bringing you our perspectives of school finance from New York.
0: To Oregon. And
1: and Everything. everything in between between. (laughs) i love it this intro we have is so much fun because like i go you go and i and i'm waiting but then like it's this flow because you're from the west (laughs) i'm from the east and then we just connect so folks out there uh we are very excited to bring you another great podcast episode this is um what we uh term is memory mission part two and uh
0: one, two,
1: three, four. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Doctor Jack R. Mitchell here, along with TBD, Tara Van Dyke, Hi there. And, uh, we're we're really excited. Uh, you may have heard our. If you haven't, definitely listen. But you may have already heard our last episode about the memory mission. Um, we titled that part one. Uh, as you mentioned in that uh, podcast episode, that this is is such a such an important message that we wanted to convey. Uh, that we want to do multiple episodes. And again, it's not a reverberation. It's more so like just breaking down further. Um, what this mission means and um, really what that message is about on all levels and, and facets. Um, having said that, I do want to introduce two very important, I would say they're the, the primary or key components to the whole mission itself. The first individual, I'll start off, Adam Flores. Um, his title is Secretary to the Board of Hugging Ford, but it's more than that. Um, open Arms, from day one. And I had a fortunate um opportunity to meet Adam last year and also have another episode um with him last year as well. Um but he's been working with them for eleven years. He corresponds with the in country team out in Guatemala. Um and he really is I would say the glue. Um and we'll get into that more. Um but his presence is or was so um, integral in us being successful and also being um, welcomed into the country. So I do want to say it was very awesome of you. Now, it's never um, saved the best for last or the last but not least. This is Jan. Uh, Jan, yes, it's J N. <laughs> for those listening. Uh, she is the backbone, I call her, or even the mother of the uh, Lifetime Memory Mission. And um, Jan's been doing this for quite some time. Um, 2007, uh, she's led the Life Tough Memory Mission um, and all their rebuilding efforts. Um, you know, Jan is, is a very special individual because from the start, she makes sure if you're worried about going to the country, if you're worried about where you're staying, we <laughs> had three different uh, Zooms, prior to and she addressed any and everything jan we're so happy to have you on and Adam, with that um let us know about you know what you've done um and the experiences you've had yeah
0: (laughs) can you give a brief description of what you do and who you're affiliated with so our audience knows
2: yes happy to yep so My name is Adam Flores, and uh, like JR said, I'm on the board of directors for Hug It Forward. Um, Been fortunate enough to hold a position on the board since 2015. And, um, and yeah, what I think what really just comes to mind is just inspiration. Um, Everything that we do is driven by being inspired by the people that we work with, the communities and the volunteers that come down. And there's thousands of amazing stories that have taken place. Um, and, you know, I first moved down to Guatemala with my family in 2013 as volunteers. Um, we didn't really know how we were going to integrate into the organization um, and what that role would, would develop into for us. But we were just inspired to be in Guatemala and support the communities and support the volunteers that come down. Um, and it's just it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. Happy to be here connected with, with you guys and discussing this. And um I would say probably from a macro level, my my day to day is is much more about connecting with donors, um, maintaining those relationships. Like JR said, connecting with the in country team, making sure that we've got things progressing well in Guatemala. There's lots of variables as I'm sure we can all kind of yeah. imagine. Um <laughs> Yeah. Imagine. And, uh, yep. And then uh we're really fortunate to be able to have amazing partnerships with companies and universities and different schools and church groups and private private groups that come down and support every year um on the seven day trip that we offer. So also main- maintaining those relationships. And um we really just like say that yeah, we're just you know, our organization is much more of a movement than anything else. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just really driven by the passion, passionate people keep it, keep it running. And, um, and we just are really grateful to be in that mix and just kind of bring people together. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's a little bit of what, what's going on. Good stuff.
0: How about you, Jan? Do you want to give us a little bit about introduction about what you do and who you're affiliated with as well? Sure, I. Uh, my name is
3: Jan Haig, and I work for Life Touch and have for a number of years. And uh, Life Touch has had a history over the last twenty-four years of giving back through our mission trips. And in, as Jack mentioned, in two thousand seven, I ended up taking on the responsibility of organizing and leading those mission trips. So. Collectively, over the 24 years, we've taken 600 volunteers to various places oh, wow. uh, around the world, nine different locations, if I think I've got that right, um, and mm-hmm. done various service work. So it's been very uh, fulfilling, and I'm very grateful for the opportunities that I've had.
0: And just for your information, this is the first time I would ever heard of a memory mission when Jack was talking about it. And so for our listeners out there, if anyone else isn't aware, uh, can you run through what a memory mission is? Sure. Um,
3: It actually, I'll I'll just give you a little history and that'll kind of help put together kind of the format or the foundation of it. Yeah. In the year 2000, uh, so 24 years ago, uh, there was a gentleman living here locally in the Minneapolis market, and he was headed to Kosovo after the war and recognized that there was communities that had been destroyed and the refugees were coming back into their community and had no identification. They had lost oh, uh-huh. everything. And so this gentleman contacted uh, the leaders at Life Touch at the time and said, do you have any old Polaroid cameras that you would take instant ID cards? And in fact, we did. Oh, wow. We had, you know, shelves of old ones. Yeah, Well, a few volunteers went to Kosovo and actually created instant IDs for this rural community in Kosovo. And we brought our gift of photography. We worked alongside the community and just provided kind of some extra muscle and support and hope. And when the volunteers came back, they just said, we got so much more out of that than we gave. And that's how this whole concept of giving back. Uh, was created. And um, so that's how it got started.
0: Well, I think that gives you a much deeper uh, inspection into the different countries and the areas that you're in, right? Yes, for sure. Living like the community instead of luxury hotels. Um, so, uh, Jack mentioned that things that were talked about and reflections, uh, were things like gratitude, authenticity, a sense of community and love for humanity in its purest form. What do you feel was accomplished at, um, on this most recent mission? And do you think there was anything special about this particular one?
2: Adam, do you want to go first? Sure. I can go first. Um, (laughs) There was a lot that was special about this one um, for me. I mean, I think um, Jen and I have talked about it. We've talked about it with our team. Um, we're grateful any time that we get to host groups of volunteers in country. It's just like, yeah, you know, we're a very small grassroots organization. We don't spend money on marketing. Um, so everything that we do is word of mouth. And to be able to host 40 people, 40 change makers and leaders in country is a huge opportunity for us. Yeah, that sounds Um, awesome. Because, you know, they, you know, they're well connected and they have their networks and Mm -hmm. they become inspired and then they want to share that inspiration with other people. Um, And that's why I say it's really much more of a movement is because that's what happens. People get inspired and then they take that energy back home. And, you know, our, our desire is to make. Change locally where they're from in their communities, and then also um, being able to come back to Guatemala. And every time that we welcome people back, it's like welcoming our family members back into country. Um, so the thing that we were reflecting on in this in this group is that there's 40 people, and you know, in a group of our standard group size is probably 15 people. In a group of 15 oh. people, <laughs> you may have. One or two people that are maybe a little uncomfortable, a little apprehensive, maybe a little bit more needy. And that's fine. We're there to hold space and take care of them. And we're used to that. But in our reflections, this group of 40 people was so easy for our team. Um, It was just like the, the energy of the group was amazing. There was no one that felt kind of separated from the collective energy of the group. And everybody was in. And everybody, um, was humble and gracious and, you know, we didn't have anybody that was like overly needy, I guess. Um, and that's maybe like, maybe it's coming, not, not coming off in the nicest way, but, um, <laughs> you know, cause I'm not trying to like, make well, it sound like <laughs> you know,
0: it, 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 there's a code. lot, yeah, I was going to say there can just be a lot of different personalities, right. A with that many people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and this one just, this one blended extremely well. Um,
1: We definitely did, yeah. That's
2: great. And, uh, and, you know, we had JR on the party party bus. And (laughs) yeah, for sure, for
1: sure. Those are some really good times. You know what? I got to jump in here and just say that that's what energizes us. Every day, you know, getting in the buses, traveling those 30 uh, minutes uh, to the school site, you know, after the first day, right? When you had the fireworks and the reception and, and the kids and you start building that relationship, you were just, like, now wanting to go back mm-hmm. and go and mm-hmm. really get the job done, number one. You know, as I mentioned, build that school. They need it. You know, we saw the other schools, how they, you know, they, they were um, in poor condition. And so that's that, that was really huge, um, Adam, that you said that because um, – Everybody was on the same page and I felt it too. The energy, it just was amazing, you know? Uh, So what'd you think, Jen, about it?
3: You know, um, over the years, people have always said, you know, are we the best group or is this your favorite trip? And, and I always stay present uh, with that group. And I think every trip has been special and every group is special Um, And I literally can think back to a year. You give me a year and I can go right back and think of some Galvestizing. That's not the word that I'm looking for. You can cut that out. Um, But I can immediately (laughs) think of a very powerful memory from each memory mission trip and that group of volunteers. What I would say is when you have like-minded people coming together for good, amazing things happen. And yeah. the other thing that I reflect on when I think of this group or any other group is we really don't show up with titles, our roles, our, um, our responsibility on a day by day basis. Uh, the persona that we might have when we're at home, whatever role that might be, um, is really just in the, in the, background and we all yeah. 40 people just show up with their first names and and I remember in 2011 a photographer from LifeTouch was on the trip and she said I got scared thinking I was going to be you know, meeting all of these superintendents and principals and she said I was scared she said I did not think that I would fit in And she said, now that I've gotten to know everybody, I don't even know who all of you are other than your first name and that you are all loving, wonderful people and that we're here together. And that really kind of was um, very pivotal for me to think about bringing the volunteers together and just allowing themselves to be themselves and not get into titles and who they are in their daily life.
1: You know, I'm glad you mentioned that, Jen, because... I think this comes back to the reason why we're having these podcasts. You know, people are saying, well, we do talk school business official stuff, right? Um, But where does this really fall into line with that? I think it becomes the humanity aspect. What you just stated is that Mm -hmm. we get caught up with the titles. And listen, it's great. You worked hard for it. Um, I got a doctorate, but I'm the same way. Like Adam said, we were all humble. And. That's the key because when you're when you're like that, that's when some of the other things that came on this trip, like the gratitude, the love for humanity, um, and, and the serving part, that's what we need more over here, and that's what can help us in our jobs, yeah. Um, as school business officials, and I think that's the the larger message here. So um, that was that was really great. You can say that, Jen. Thank you. <laughs>
0: And, and also, how would you think that this experience can help our school business officials, and our stakeholders, and others in our education area?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Anybody check- want to go? Yeah.
0: JR? I was going to say JR. <laughs> oh, go ahead.
1: Uh, you know yeah, go uh, ahead, yeah. JR. I yeah. am, am kind of on the other side here. Yeah. So, I, you know what's so funny? Before you even mention that question, I just started alluding to some of that. But um, really, when I go back to. Each night, us sharing. That's the authenticity. That Mm -hmm. is just the basic you sitting next to really your brother or sister. And just down to the core, seeing how you feel, what you've experienced, and what you picked back um, from the day. Um, I think that goes to show in our own lives we as business officials need to reflect more. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and not just on, you know, the numbers, but on the relationships and 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 seeking guidance to work with more folks um in this more authenticated manner. And I, I believe, you know, again, that goes to humanity. Because so I'm I'm out, you know, at, at another conference and you know, people asking me, hey, how's the trip? How's the trip? Blah, blah, And this is all business officials, right? So it's hard because as Jan had told us, you know, pick about maybe a half dozen or so pictures, um, which I did. And I sent out to my friends when I first got back and administrators and stuff like that. And I went on social media. Uh, I told them it wasn't a vacation. You know, we went out there. Yeah. We had a mission to build a school to work. But what we derived out of the mission really is going to help me. That's where it becomes life changing. Because now I understand, hey, listen, how simple it really is. When you see kids just playing in the back with a tire, rolling it around, you know, when you just see the joy that they have, when you see all the older teachers, we sat down with them and we were able to just you know, converse and, and ask some questions about what they do out there. Well, there's a lot more love involved and smiles involved. And It may seem like that simple, like I just said, but it goes a long way. The singing and dancing that we saw out there, it was just pure. And I think if we just glean a little bit of that stuff over here and spread it out, we'll be in a better position. I think I might have mentioned that last time too. I'll just
3: jump in. I think, you know, Adam and I have gotten to know each other since 2019. And one of the things that Adam and Hug it Forward have talked about is, you know, what are kind of three key words regarding the mission trip? And it's all about learning, serving and inspiring. And when I think of the question that you just asked, you know, the volunteers are certainly showing up and they're really learning a lot and we won't get into everything, but they are certainly mm-hmm. yeah. learning and, and they're serving and the community is serving mm-hmm. us. You know, back and forth. But then, really, what do they do with this experience that they just had? And that's why I really encourage all of the volunteers to be inspired to do something differently. And that may look radically different for 40 people coming back to North America, whether you're in Canada or the US. How you are inspired to take this seven day, eight days, and do something with can look, um, look different, but still be inspired to do something, whether it is, you know, more business like or personal life or your family or what have you. So, um, you know, I think of Cindy and Tamara who went last year representing ASBO, and Mm -hmm. they certainly took that and were inspired to do various things in their school district and with ASBO. So that's just kind of my thoughts on that
2: question.
0: Yeah. Adam, do you have anything that you'd like to share?
2: No, my initial, similar to Jan, um, I think kind of reflection on the question was, was taking that inspiration back um, and the things that they've learned. Um, and I think for the people that we have, that we are able to host on these trips, they're, they're coming in with that that heart to serve already. Um, they're serving their, you know, administration, the kids, the schools, all the different aspects. And I'm sure in the day to day, um, you know, it's, it's, it's maybe not completely glamorous. (laughs) It's, you know, there's, there's certainly challenges that everyone has to face. And I think being able to be in Guatemala and, um, connect with the people there and see the challenges that they face also, Mm -hmm. um, You know, what I've heard time and time again is that people really take away that there's more similarities than differences. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. a really important message. Um, So being able to take that back to their, you know, school districts, administrations, whatever it is. And um, I I think that sense of community is super important, um, what they learn, because we do we do make sure, like Jan said, we do make sure that like during the trip, we're learning a lot about Guatemala and why there's a need for schools mm-hmm. um, and why we're supporting this particular community. It's a lot about context and history. Um, and, you know, so it's not just coming down to work, work. It's coming down to really connect, um, connect and learn. And, and I think like Jr said and like Jan said, taking that energy back home is really powerful. Um, and there's oh, people gonna say
0: C- connecting with the community. I feel like that sounds like a lot of what you guys do. And I think we need to get back to that.
2: Exactly. Here,
0: right. Connecting with the yeah. communities.
2: Yeah. And that that is one of the bigger missions of Hug It Forward. Yes, we build schools. Yes, we believe profoundly in the power of education. Um, and also over the years and the people that have, have been on our trips over 10 times um they come down for the refresher and the reminder of the importance of connecting with community and it kind of like mm-hmm. re-energizes them but uh yeah it fills their battery so they can take that back home sure. um and, and and you know it's kind of funny we do have people that have been down over 10 times and when they come down they're working and they're working cuz they love the work and then we have others that just don't work at all cuz they're like I'm just here for the kids and the community and we're just like awesome we celebrate it all
1: That's great you know and So uh,
0: I, I hear that okay.
1: Oh, go ahead, Jer. Jer. No, no, it's fine. I, I was just going to just jump in on the end and just say, you know, the community aspect was great. And I, I want to just thank you both for providing that because um, that opened up my eyes a lot too. And I'm able to share how we went into their homes, we walked through the community. And um, these are human beings just like us. And just to see how, again, how simple it is. And this is not negative at all. This is saying, You can derive happiness and a good life where we have all these layers out here. And we talked about this, the socioeconomic status and the demographics that separates us. Mm -hmm. There's really no need because there's a real true community out there. Um, And if you kind of bring that back home here, too, um, we'd be in a bad situation as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Our lifetime. So I hear that this is uh, the uh, last memory mission and uh, how would you think that uh, volunteers out there could uh, do something if they wanted to volunteer in the future?
3: Uh, Yes, you are correct. Um, After 24 phenomenal years, um, we have made the decision that there are other things that the organization could be doing. So Totally understand sure. it. And I'm incredibly grateful for the 24 years and all the work that has been done around the world. And um, so I think to answer your second question, there are so many things that people can do. And and certainly I'll turn it over to Adam because I think uh, Hug It Forward certainly provides opportunities. But I would also encourage people to You know, think about what is it that they can do in their their local area or if there is a particular topic or subject. Uh, If people wanted to reach out to me for some ideas, they could find me on LinkedIn um, because I'm always willing to brainstorm. But it is really a matter of having the desire to serve.
2: Yeah, I think think the desire is very helpful. Um, And... And, you know, of course we're, um, we're a little partial to, to the experience that we offer, <laughs>
1: sure. um, of course,
2: but, you know, I think, um, I think that's really, that's really just because we obviously really believe in what we're doing and the level of responsibility that's gone into the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when you get into development work, there's kind of, there's a fine line between doing more good than harm. And you have to really kind of understand how is an organization showing up in a community to support the people? Is it sustainable? Is it based in empowering? In other words, teaching people how to fish instead of giving them fish. Right. Um, yeah. That's something that we reference. And for us, one of the things that we tell our volunteers is that, um, and not all the volunteers like to hear this because some volunteers come in and they think that they're going to be building the school for the community and they bring a little bit of a white savior complex into the community. Mm-hmm. And one mm-hmm. of the things that we share with our volunteers is that the school will be built whether or not we bring you to this community. Right. Like the, the project is always being built by the community. There's volunteers. Each family donates um, or commits a certain number of hours to the project based on the size of the community. Um, gotcha. So it's always being worked on. There's skilled masons there. We have a foreman that's there. So, yes, it is so helpful and important. That the volunteers are there, the cultural exchange is very important, it also really lends yeah. itself to a lot of these communities have been abandoned by the Guatemalan government for decades and so mm-hmm. for them and they also they hold America and u s citizens on a pedestal. A lot of them have aspirations to be able to go to the u s the land, land of opportunity and work and mm-hmm. provide better opportunities and resources for their families. so for them, to be able to host a group of volunteers. In the community, a group of U.S. Americans in the community, they look at it and they're like, okay, these volunteers, they have all the time, all the resources, all the money, and they're choosing to spend their time and their resources with us in our community that doesn't even show up on most maps right so for them it is extremely inspiring and it it really just kind of helps build a level of value that they maybe didn't really see before it's like yeah we have something to offer we have something that is of value to these people who we hold on a pedestal um so i think that that's really important yeah. and uh and then and then yeah just by default the way that we build the schools using the bottles it takes thousands of hours for the community to prepare those bottles And those bottles have to be done. We, we usually require 70 to 80% of the bottles be done before we break ground, before we, we commit to funding the project. So that's the community's buy-in. And we're also not going into the communities and saying, you need a school. You need a school based through our lens and, and our opinions. We, the communities will come to us and say, Hey, we heard that you guys built a school in this community. It looks amazing. What does it look like for us to receive a school too? And then we start the process. So there's a really good book called Shut Up and Listen, which is about development work. And that's a really good resource. And there's a lot of really good resources out there. So I think we offer a seven-day trip that is very much about, like we've talked about, helping to build the school, but also learning about Guatemala. We learn about the Civil War, 36 years of Civil War that took place in Guatemala. We learn about immigration um we go do a visit at the Mayan ruins and learn about Mayan spirituality because Sounds the good. communities yes. we support yeah. um J-
0: are, mentioned that yeah
2: yeah um the communities we support are, are mainly Mayan and um and we you know we do some touring and it's just all comes together to to really paint the picture of Guatemala and why we're there um so so i think we would love to have anybody down. We're always looking for new volunteers and new partnerships. Um, we have public trips. We have pi- private trips. Um, I can be reached. Um, if you go to hugit4.org, you can find my email address there. Um, and then outside of that, like Jan said, I think dedicating time in local communities is super important. And sure. if you are going to travel abroad um, and support, or even it's local, just I would just like really go in. And try to ask some thoughtful questions and really try to understand, um, are they really showing up in a responsible way to serve the people, right? Um, That's a good point.
0: Yeah. And I like your comment about the book that you said, that shut up and listen, right? Don't try to force your expectations on others, but listen to what their
2: needs are. Yeah, and, you know, actually, I think mm-hmm. it's a TED Talk. There's a couple of good books out there, <laughs> too, but I think it's a TED
1: Talk. That's great. Yeah,
2: shut up and listen.
1: That's um, 100% what we need, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I say that the Hug It Forward team, there's, there isn't any amount of gratitude we can give to them for what they've done. And um, that the safety aspect, you know, feeling comfortable, the food aspect, and just having all the things you mentioned. Thought about in advance and prepared, and and just knowing that it's not like you said, just going out there and building a school, but all these other elements mm-hmm. that added to our experience. And I'm I'm forever indebted and grateful to to you both. Uh, because uh, actually, as, as I want to wrap this up, because you've been on for a, a period of time here, and uh, we always conclude with um, parting words of our guests. Um, I do want to mention one thing. So in life, part of what you, you mentioned, the learning aspect, serving and aspiring. We always want to be learners. Uh because you, you never can say you know everything. Life is complex, it changes, and you have to be able to adjust and pivot as you move along to many, many things. This is a learning experience beyond going into professional development session like right now at a conference right i can hear a speech i can see a video handouts and stuff like that and great about what to do right gratitude um you know city uh service all this stuff but the best learning experience is being immersed in it as to what we did and what we experienced. And that I will take home forever. So again, I thank you both. And um, that's what I want to give our listeners. If you could find any way to have a similar service mission um, and Hug It Forward, it's still out there. And I know that we're we're having conversations behind the scenes now with many of the cohort members um, that just had this last memory mission. But that is, to me, the most integral piece to take home is this will teach you you'll learn the lessons of life that you that you need to learn or be reminded of by experience something like this. You two could wrap up with anything you like. Um, you know, just to know that obviously we're still doing a, a couple more. they would probably be spread out, but um, the message hopefully is continuing to get out because this is so powerful. I'm very passionate about this. Uh, just to step aside and say, you know what? This is applicable in our lives, whether mm-hmm. SBOs or not. And that message is, is being heard. It's going to be resounding. So, yeah. Anything, Adam or Jen, before we wrap up?
3: I'll jump in, and and probably my parting words is going to underscore what we just talked about. Several years ago, I wrote an article for a magazine, and what I included was families often take spring break or a vacation, and they might go to Disney World, they might go on a cruise, they might take kids skiing in Colorado, what have you, which is all wonderful. But I would encourage a family or friends to think about doing a service trip for a vacation. And um, I've organized a couple of those. I have had superintendents actually bring their sons on a trip to the Dominican Republic. My sister and my two Mm. college kids uh, came with me to the Dominican Republic. I've seen other people bring their middle school and elementary kids. And it's amazing what ends up happening and that ripple of what one individual feels. But when you can get family members or loved ones or your community back home to experience that, the good that happens. Um, And while, you know, a vacation going somewhere um, elaborate is fun, there's also some incredible things that can happen being a servant leader together in a developing country. So those are my parting words is just to kind of open up the, the blinders and think about how else you might take this experience. And then my final comment is one that Andy, one of the facilitators, uh, talked about. And, you know, the present oh, is the yes. present.
1: Yes, that great. And so that was great. just
3: be fully present. And I just love that. So
1: thank I you love that. That's great.
3: yeah inviting me. And I'll turn it over oh, to thank Adam. You.
1: Thank you. so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jan. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, Definitely. I try to lead with gratitude as much as I can. Really appreciate the opportunity to be connected with everybody um, and share this message. And I think there's some powerful things that that we shared. And and JR, you you were talking about the experience itself and showing gratitude for the team. And um, I completely resonate with that. I mean, my role is much more outside of Guatemala. I'm very much connected with the team um, on a day to day, but they are the ones that are making things work in country and they're incredible. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's sacrifice that absolutely takes place, um, to make sure that everything is running smoothly. And, um, and you know, it it goes back to the passion, right? Like we're just kind of always checking in and we understand that we talk about the organization being divinely guided. And I think we are a secular organization, but we do believe, um, there's just too many stories and examples of miracles that have happened within Huggett Ford um, for us to believe anything different. And I think one of the reasons is, is we're just, we're just aligned. We're aligned with, with our hearts and, and, and the passion drives yeah. us and connecting community. And, and Terry, you talked about that too, the importance of being able to, to create community mm-hmm. and, um and i've said it and i'll say it again but that is really just what we're what we're trying to do and we're able to to do it through the platform of of education and building schools which we so believe in but still it's just so nice to be able to bring people together and so i think anyone that's listening would love to have you down in guatemala if not just i would just take this as a call to action or a reminder to show up with kindness and support our brothers and sisters in our communities in in, in era we can i mean jr said it and i agree like we should my opinion is that the people that we come into contact with on a daily basis we should be looking at them like our brothers and our sisters so and, so yeah. and
1: actually hugging it forward if hug we it hug forward. it, forward,
2: <laughs> it then, forward,
1: then we're all set, right? Yeah, we and, are being hugged,
2: that's for sure. And ending on that
1: note, I I want to say we did a lot of hugs out there. I'm surprised we didn't get emotional at all on this uh this one. I thought we I didn't know where we were gonna go, but Alberto, <laughs> Andy, Christy, Jen, Bibi, and her sister. Enrique. Enrique. Thank you all so much. Hug it forward team, Along with Adam. Um I have to give you guys a shout out. So hopefully they can hear this too. So Folks, uh, big sigh here. Uh, we got this episode in and, uh, it was tremendous. Uh, so awesome. Great job. Thank you again, Adam and Jan for coming on. Appreciate Yes, yeah, Thank you. Thank thank you, you, guys you. Wow. Tara. I mean, are you blown away?
0: Oh my gosh. It's so exciting to hear everything that you guys got to do and yeah. And you how are you just feeling bring, about this like well, you, you feel like you should have so been much. there right like, <laughs> yeah. for the first time I wish I could have been there,
1: <sighs> but yeah. think about what what Jan and Adam have done for you know all these years twenty four years the memory mission's been going on, hug it forward, they've had a great partnership for yeah, the last amazing. one, man, um, it's kinda like it's bittersweet, but um, I didn't want to get them to say it, but this was the best one. <laughs> they weren't gonna say it, but but it's like yeah, your what, kids
2: though
0: you can't you can't pick a favorite, right?
1: That old true <laughs> spoken like a true mom. I listen, you know what? I, I hear you a hundred percent on that. Um but this is great. I mean, at the end, what do you think you got the most from it? I'm throwing it back to you because you asked some great questions of us, but just as you wrap this um, you know, summary here. definitely
0: yeah, I think that um conversation we had about community was really really struck me as important and uh how everyone interacted with everyone that you guys talked about it didn't matter your title or you know who you were it's how i like to think about my staff and the people that i work with i don't care if you're a superintendent a principal a teacher a janitor a bus driver i try to treat everyone the same no matter who you are and i think that that we all need to work at that community and building that community mm-hmm. with each other.
1: Well, that sounds great. Um, and uh, listen, I thank you for coming on the board because this is, this means a lot. Uh, and I, I think if that's what you got, a lot of others will get that too. So SPO perspectives, I'm Jr. And along with I'm TBD, that's right. <laughs> and um, for bringing to each and every week. So we'll see you next week, folks. Take care.
0: Take care.